0: Welcome to Astrology Today, coming to you live, well, maybe not quite live. We are taping this on December the 30th. It will air in the new year on January the 7th. Um, and But it is being taped, on the Sunshine Coast in Powell River, which is situated on the traditional lands of the Klahomin Nation. I am your host, and my co host, Jill, has had a moment this season. Yeah! Yes, season. I yes, did. You did. I
1: was enjoying a lovely walk in the snow on Boxing Day until two little kids on their sled or toboggan or whatever it was, I didn't look to see what it was. Hit me, they periled into me from behind, didn't see them coming, didn't hear them coming. Knocked me down, I broke the left wrist that I broke two years ago, but this time I also broke my elbow. Uh, so, yes, not a fun time.
0: Not a fun time. <laughs> and unfortunately, a rather graphic demonstration of um, sometimes just how. Um, I don't know if you want to say powerful the outer planet transits when they gang up on somebody can be, but you might.
1: Well, it certainly um, c- convey something and I mean doesn't mean you're always going to have an accident, doesn't mean you're always going to break a bone. It can manifest in many different ways. And in my case it was that. It was sudden, unexpected, which is Uranus square my son. Square and just past the exact square of Saturn, which was on my sun. So
0: I guess that's
1: kind of a hmm.
0: rather yeah, um, embodied experience of the yeah. current astro weather.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's just Yeah. A, yeah. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not something you would ever predict in, in a No, you, know,
0: you could in, never predict it in a million or, years. But again, with
1: Uranus, whatever you do try to predict, is, is something else is going to happen.
0: Yes, the um, unexpected. Yep. So, yeah. And unfortunately, Saturn does correlate oftentimes to bones.
1: It does indeed. It rules yeah. that bony part of the body.
0: Yeah. yeah. That is
1: one's vitality, which is not quite at full speed right now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, guess, I guess I had to slow down again. Yeah. 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 the nurse was saying slow down, or you know, take a break.
0: <laughs> oh, so bad. Sort of bad. Seat yeah.
1: Bad fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's uh, where I'm at, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah,
0: let's yeah. Start. Surprise. Surprise! And the good news is, neither Uranus nor Saturn are going to come back to these degrees again. Well, they get, well, no, not to uh, not to these degrees. They are still in square. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they won't
1: square each other again at that degree. But Uranus still has to turn around and go forward, squaring myself.
0: Yes. Uh huh. That might be surgery.
1: Well yeah, I'm I'm on the list for surgery. Um, not sure when, so it's good again, you're in yeah. yeah. Uh they will call me the day or night before and yeah, it, so I'll have to scramble and get somebody to drive me there hopefully.
0: Yes, hopefully. Yeah.
1: Hey, I don't want to go alone be
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's,
1: I it's expensive cab ride. Um Yeah. Yeah, so I have to have surgery for the elbow. The wrist is fine, but the elbow is needs,
0: not happy. Needs
1: a little help, apparently. Yeah, it's not.
0: It's supposed to rotate in ways that it won't right won't. now. Right. Uh, well, I'm sure our listening audience is going to send out good vibes your way. Yeah, I well, hope. I'll
1: take all the good vibes I can get. Alrighty. Not Alrighty. enjoying the prospect of surgery. <laughs>
0: I don't think anybody does, do they?
1: No, no, but not knowing when is not helpful either.
0: Yes, that is. That's, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So what we have planned for today's show, um, now that, oh, and the other thing I was going to mention at the top of the show here was the fact that, yay, Jupiter has now officially gone back into Pisces, its home turf. <laughs> And um so there should be a lightning of mood, but who knows as case numbers go through the roof. And anyway. Okay. So we had decided to look at some charts from the news um this past year. And for Jill, hers is the news will continue for another few years. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. It's, it's one, and then I, the other one is not from the news. It my little news world, because it's my chart. Yes. My solar return for the coming year, which I thought was worth looking at. Yes,
0: totally, totally. Okay, so I'm going to lead off with, um, I may only get through one because we have to parcel this out so that we both get a chance to do our thing. And what I began with is in one of my many trips back and forth on the ferry this past year, helping a friend of mine move to Powell River, I spotted the Time magazine that had the picture of a Canadian actor. Elliot Page on the front page. And when I thought about who in the news did I want to look at, I don't know. I, I bought the magazine, so I have it right here. So this, this gentleman. And I thought, yeah, let's have a look at his chart. Well, lo and behold, of course, his date of birth is, you know, it's on Wikipedia, but no time. And I'm like, So, but for some reason, I just thought, well, I have been doing a lot of work lately with what's called solar revolutions or solar returns. And I spent, uh, oh, like two hours here the other night with a woman who's doing, writing her own autobiography. And so she does have a time chart. And so we started going through significant solar returns in her life. And it was mind boggling how well integrated the solar return is with what was happening in a given year. So I thought, well, I'm going to take a stab at Elliot Page's chart and see if I can come up with a chart that would speak to the story that is out there, um, not just from the Time magazine, but obviously Wikipedia and yeah, to see if I could come up with a birth time, and lo and behold, of course I did. And <laughs> so um, that whole process is called rectification, and um, it's not an exact science by any stretch of the imagination. And uh, always there is—I've never met an astrologer that would not defer to a sound, accurate, like a sound birth time. Right? You know, that in the end trumps anybody's attempt at rectification. Um, so just so that people, you know, don't, you know, want to try to quote this chart as being the chart. No. <laughs> I like it, uh, mind it's, you. Always oh, the uh, best, yes. Yes, exactly, exactly. And so let me just put, I'm, I'm hoping this, this will work. Uh, put his chart up. Yeah, oh, can there be- it is. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, I'm okay. I've got my notes. I actually put my I printed my notes. Oh, okay. good. Yes, <laughs> so that I could look at it. But I'm just realizing I need to do this in a format that will make more sense to people who are just new to astrology. So that is my more basic page. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so in doing this, what I basically was doing is taking what was available that day. So he was born on February the 21st, 1987 in Halifax, Canada. And uh, one of the first things that you do is you rotate the chart to see if the moon would change signs during the course of that day. Mm -hmm. And it does. Um, Around 1 a.m. is when it goes into Sag. The moon here is in Sagittarius. Um, and so if he was born just right after midnight, he would have moon in Scorpio. And so, you know, that was kind of a, hmm. The trouble with Scorpio rising is uh, the midheaven and what's happening or, you know, sort of the way he describes himself uh, and uh, some of the things that have happened in his life. For me, that it just didn't work. Part of it is I wanted he's short in stature, right? Mm. He's only five foot one, I think. Yeah.
1: And some people might not know that at birth the name was Ellen. Yes.
0: Yes, exactly. This
1: exactly.
0: uh this, <laughs> Yeah, this is a transgender person who does not like to be dead named, which is a whole phenomenon I'd never heard of, but apparently That is a thing now um, that was born with female designation by society standards. But that whole phenomena, like our Saturn square Uranus, that whole dichotomy where we have to assign gender, where it's cast in stone, any of that, all of that is part of the current shifting zeitgeist. And so he, he has, by making it to the cover of time, um, you know, and, and the byline for it is, I'm fully who I am, um, speaks to the fact that when, from the moment he, you know, recognized that he wasn't a boy and that he, you know, had the body parts of a girl, he's like, ah, no, that's not me. That's, and that goes way back into his childhood. So, um, the other thing that I noticed with his chart is that Mars had just changed signs. It was still Taurus even at the beginning of the day, although, you know, as you can see here, Jill can definitely zero degrees Taurus, 39 minutes, yeah. but it would have changed the day before. Yeah. So I thought, here's somebody who desperately wants to embody what feels right to him, male. So I did. I put Mars right on the ascendant. And it's well, interesting that Venus is let the in Well, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And it's in a Capricorn sign, so it's ruled by that sage. And so here, I'm just going to sort of work through why I did what I did. In also of, interesting that born at the Saturn-Uranus conjunction period. Yes, yeah, exactly. And in sage, which is, you know, what is truth? Um, I put, so, okay, so I wanted to encompass the fact that he was short, um, and so having the ruler of the Ascendant be Venus, and Venus was aspect, or is ruled by Saturn, that would give the short stature, whereas if I had to put Venus on the Ascendant, um, that, you know, then Mars wasn't really anywhere that made a difference.
1: and, 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 uh. Taurus, as well, is a, it's a, tends to be more compact kind of structure. It's, yeah, yeah. It,
0: as, as the ascendant, it tends to. And be. it is about embodiment. It's about what, who, who I am in my body. Yeah. So that was why I picked that. And so when I put Taurus on the ascendant and then Venus just kind of automatically comes up. To the midheaven, I went, Oh, and then my next place that I went is I liked having the moon, Saturn, Uranus all in the eighth house of transforming, and it's about your truth, it's about the f- your freedom, right? Um, no, in know. the eighth house, yeah.
1: Also, you've got the moon oh. squaring the sun,
0: oh, yeah, and well, at yeah. this.
1: A person, personality, you've got one in a, the moon in a yang sign and sun in a yin sign.
0: And what's interesting about, so why would I have made it exactly 9.26 a.m.? Because, uh, you know, Taurus rising and uh, Venus. So I did want Venus on the Midheaven. So that did narrow down the time. But the reason why I picked four Uh, degrees Taurus, is that puts the moon, Venus, no, the moon, sun, Neptune, or blah, blah, (laughs) and I haven't drank yet. It's way too early in the day. Darn. Anyway, sun, moon, midpoint is on the MC. Um. Okay. And so the fact that he's been uh struggling with how do I be in the world and be in my own truth, right? Like there had to be a struggle in here well, to mirror the story that, you know, that it that he spoke about in that time article and that, you know. Well you know,
1: as well we've got the the conflict between moon, sun
0: mm-hmm.
1: and moon in conjunct Mars. So you've got okay. the, the feminine of the moon, which is in Sag, which is a, a yin-yang sign. So yeah, and it it's kind of bashing up against these two very yang planets in yin's. So again, that sort of em- emphasizes or yeah, yeah, the, the conflict there.
0: Exactly. The other thing that I liked about this particular timing was putting the nodes across the um, 12th, 11th. Uh, Mars rules that north node in um, Aries in the 12th house, and that that can be a place of self-undoing. And in some ways, he has undone what society would have said you're supposed to be in order to be, like he says, fully who I am. Well, you know, I also mean, yeah. Venus in the mid-heaven squaring that nodal axis, so... Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So when you do come up with a birth time, you have to have some way of checking it. And so because i would had such uh, good luck in looking at the solar returns for a time chart with somebody that's writing their autobiography, I thought, okay, I'm going to use solar returns to see if this makes sense. So I do have, and Jill will have to let me know if these charts come up appropriately. And of course, I did not number them. Let's see. Okay, so did it change? Yep. Okay, so which one is this? 97, yes. Okay, so the first solar return that I did was for the year that his career started. Now he started acting uh, when he was 10 years old, which is like, wow. And when I looked at this chart, I was like, well, I don't know. This one here is not looking um, terribly like it might sit. Um, it is his 10th house annual perfection. Um, so, you know, the midheaven is ruled by Mercury. Um, he's got all this stuff in the sixth house. Well, Um, a lot of it's
1: Venus and uh, Mercury.
0: Yeah. We're that moon. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And so I thought, well, I don't know. Um, So I looked a little bit closer and I went, okay, so uh, Mars, which is in his natal chart on the ascendant, it's in the second house, it's opposite Saturn. He would have, at 10 years old, the kind of discipline that a kid would have to start developing in order to be an actor, you know. And so I thought, well, okay, that kind of makes sense. Uh, What else did I like about this? Um, And so that Libra turns out to be in his natal chart, where is Libra? Come back here, is the sixth house. So again, that's making it about what are you doing on a daily basis. And then I like the fact that the MC or the the ascendant, which is Virgo, um is actually the fifth house in his natal chart, which can be associated with creative careers and that type of thing. So just a sec. <coughs> darn, darn, I'm I'm gonna have a sneeze. Oh dear, dear. <coughs> There, I just, I'll have to try to edit that out, which I have never done before, but I'll have to give it, if she coughs and dies, I will try to edit this out. Darn, I'm going to do it again. Okay, 38 minutes, we need an edit. Okay. So, this chart, you know, I'm like, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Okay, then I went to the next chart, because, of course, you don't give up right away.
1: <laughs> well, I think, yeah, I mean, you've got that nodal axis. <coughs> yeah. Strongly involved.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, and, you know, Mars
1: is like uh, Pluto.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, and Pluto squared the sun again.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, there's a lot
1: going on there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I yeah. Okay, so the next set of charts that I did, I'm not sure if this is going to go in order. 2013. Yes, it is. Okay. So this is when he officially came out as gay, which, in that whole gender fluid thing, um. He was, in, in some ways, I see this as he was inching towards turning into a man. Is it, You know, that was the end point. But not everybody would have understood that by just coming out as gay. Um, but maybe they do. I'm, I don't live in this world at all, although I do have relatives that are in this world. But I've not spent any time there. Uh-huh. Anyway. But when I saw this one, I went, oh, yeah, okay. I think we might be on to something. And the reason for that is his ascendant, Mars, Taurus, is now the midheaven. This is part two. (laughs) Okay, so enough of a break that I can – where were we before I had a coughing fit? You were
1: looking at the uh, the solar
0: return – When he came out. When he came out, exactly. So, okay, so when I looked at this chart, I went, oh, I think I might have a winner. Um, This one more specifically has the right kind of symbolism for someone who is going to take the chance, walk a little further down the road that they eventually want to um, walk down, and, um, oh, this is what I hit pause on <laughs> the time recording.
1: It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We can
0: go. We can go. All is well. All is well. Okay. So let me just kind of go through this chart. So one of the things that you do with, um, solar revolutions, <clears throat> this is sort of the languaging that you use. So whatever. The sign is that is on the ascendant is what is said to be arising. And so we look at where the the ascendant is in its natal context, because that will be what is the issues that are arising. And so if we take this Leo, we come down here and we find out, oh, this is the person's fourth house. And so it's going to be something about the bottom line, the roots of who this person is, and where is that? Well, that's up here in the eighth house, because that sun is rules that. And here we have sun-Neptune conjunct within, you know, obviously that this was the year that um Elliot would have had. I think from a spiritual point of view, that sense of if I'm actually going to be true to myself, then I have to speak up. What am I going to be speaking about? Mars conjunct Mercury in the well, eighth house. Of, you know, I don't know. Just to me, this felt like having the spiritual strength to come out?
1: Well, there's, yeah, a number of things
0: that are interesting. You've
1: got the, you've got Saturn at the IC, Mm -hmm. the foundation of the chart, like structures of your life. And it's conjunct the, I mean, the the North Node is also Mm -hmm. there, which is where am I going, right? Yeah. So this is in Scorpio, which is all about change, transformation. So we see that the Moon in Cancer, again, Feminine symbol in her own sign, is opposite, mm-hmm. about, which is all about transformation. And exactly. Wearing Uranus, so this may have come up, you know, as a jolt to a lot of people. Yes.
0: Yeah. It because in, like he says in in the article in Time magazine, he said the, you know, the pressure to conform to what Hollywood wants you to be and how they want to market you and all the rest of this. Uh, In terms of self-undoing, which would be that moon in Cancer in the 12th, this was a huge risk that he took. Yeah. And yet that Mars, Mercury with Neptune and the sun all in Pisces in that 8th house, you know, you get this feeling like, I've got to do this. And then Jupiter is in in the 11th house of audience. It's like now or never, they're either going to accept me or they're not.
1: But that sun... Sun, so
0: Neptune, and even
1: uh, Mars are squaring that
0: Venus. Yes, I know. It was a risk. It was a huge and risk. So,
1: you know, it's it's speaking the truth
0: mm-hmm.
1: to that audience, whether they like it or not. Yeah. And so, yeah, that makes sense to me.
0: Yeah, it did. And you also
1: got, you know, Venus conjunct descendant. Mm-hmm. And she's squaring the nodal axis. So, again, that whole... Yin Yang thing is very much highlighted here.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay, so then the next chart that I looked at, I to get rid of this thing here, was, okay, so I realized that when, no, I want to go to this one next, <clears throat> that when he actually sat down with whoever it was that he sat down with for the Times Magazine article, that that would have been because the, the magazine came out in March, so that would have been in the solar return previous year. Yep. You know, because those things don't just happen the same month that they come out. And so this was the chart for uh, his solar return for 2020, because the article came out in 2021, uh, just after his birthday. So this covers age 33 for this year, and then he would have been 34 when the magazine actually came out. So 33, which is when the article, he would have sat down with the person. This is a 10th year, right? So this is position out there in the world. And again, what do we have? We have a restatement of the angles of the natal chart. Yeah. We have Uranus. <laughs> you got Uranus where Mars was. Exactly. Exactly.
1: And it's trining Mars.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Yes. And I thought, oh, yeah, this and the Midheaven, by your standards, would be in this Capricorn thing. Jupiter <laughs> is there. So that adds some positivity. But it's also, I see, with his, his original Venus being, and you can notice the MC is right on that Venus, the natal Venus. Um, it's like, I'm my own authority, and I'm going to speak this.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. And then moon, um, in whole sign is in the 10th, uh, in Aquarius. This, yeah, that sort of that freedom to speak your truth. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's squaring that, um, Pluto in the natal chart too. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Yeah.
1: You know, there's lots to look at there. Yeah. In terms of all of that. Um, and I think the north node is where the moon was in the previous chart. Ah, and you've got Mars conjunct that south note. so again, it's changing things. Yes. Letting yes. go of what the past is, what your past expectations perhaps are,
0: and the least. Um, and and the industry has embraced it, you know, okay. like in terms of you know changing his name on credits and. Yeah. Yeah, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and, and so it's on sex styling
1: that Mars as well. So, yeah, yeah for integrity for his, his, uh, who he, who he, feels he is.
0: Yeah, exactly. And like he says in his, um, <coughs> in the Time magazine, he says, I have, I'm white, I'm privileged, I have the, um, the ability to, you know, be you know an example of that. It's possible. It's correct. It's it's what society should be able to embrace. You know, and and so he accepts that as as the challenge that it is. You know that he is going public the way he does. And I you know again with that now Venus is in the twelfth uh, house of self undoing. You know it is a risk. And well, and she's
1: also squaring. <laughs>
0: Where she was. Uh-huh. Exactly. She, uh, now that's Jupiter
1: and the She's uh-huh. squaring that, but that's where she was initially. Yep. And, but the moon again is it's
0: squaring that nodal axis. So. Yep. Yep. Okay, and then the last chart was <clears throat> when the magazine actually came out. Again, we're back to the same dynamics that was true when he first came out mm-hmm. with Leo rising, but now Taurus actually has Mars there. So Mars is back in his home sign. Uranus is still there. Um, and it's part of this square that we're all going through still. And Mars really meant it, huh? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's, yeah, I any mean, Mars, did you? Mars and Venus, you're squaring one another, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, you know, I kind of went, wow, boldly go.
1: <laughs> well, and also the moon in Gemini. Gemini is
0: a very sort of androgynous sign. hmm. Me. Yes, yeah. And there's actually out there for those that are in the gender fluid. Uh, it's easier than saying an L-G-B-Q and all the other numbers of letters that go after that. Which they keep adding. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the anacronym for us old people is getting way too long, um, is that astrology has embraced this. There is now a queer uh, astrology conference, um, lots of queer astrologers professionally, um, and uh, you can hear some of them. Doing talks with uh, Chris Brennan. I'm sure they're on other podcast scenarios besides the astrology podcast, but I've definitely listened to a few. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, back when you and I were going to astrology conferences, I don't even know if it was even mentioned, let no. alone, yeah. So, you know, the world has opened up and astrology as well has too. Oh, okay. So that's my little shtick <laughs> for my chart. Let me stop sharing and okay. yeah. So Jill, if you want to put up your charts. You, do you need to? Oh, en- I need to enable it. Sorry. You need to enable me to do. I do. There you go. Okay. Okay.
1: Uh, let's see. Okay, here we are. Uh-huh. Hmm. Find the right one. Uh, shoot. No, I need to, to, I can't do it that way. Uh, let me go back. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. I need to make this bigger, <laughs> I think, so I can see what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> ah, there you
1: go. Like I said before, I'm not operating on all cylinders, so I have to be patient. No problem. So, this is the, uh, the ones I wanted to look at was the, the Pluto return
0: for the U.S. Yes. This is a 264-year event. It
1: is. It's a very long cycle. Um, and like we've said before, people don't get this return, but countries do. Mm-hmm. So the day of return here is... Uh, February 20th, 2022, which is kind of interesting just numerologically. Oh, okay. Do tell. Do tell. Well, you've got the second month, the 20th day in 2022.
0: Oh, yes. That's That's a lot of twos. That is a lot of twos.
1: So... Just, just for whatever just that, for, for whatever that means, there you go. Mm-hmm. But if you look at what's going on, I mean, aside from Pluto being exactly on where he was when this mm-hmm. country came into being, you actually have a packed second house, which is Pluto's house natally. You yep. talk about <coughs> people, um, and so... That's, you know, second house is money. Second house is the money house. This is about yes. the economy. This is about how many
0: resources. resources, how money is
1: done and all of that. And so you've got even Saturn's still in there. He's in Aquarius, but he's still in that house. Mm-hmm. But you've got a, a Venus-Mars conjunction. Well, Venus is, as a planet, she's also linked to money.
0: Mm-hmm. She and is. She's
1: She's already been conjunct Pluto.
0: Yes. Earlier, like right now, she's conjunct Pluto.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Christmas Day, I believe. <laughs>
0: yeah, the exact.
1: Yeah. And she, then she started retrograding, but she's already turned direct by this time. Mm-hmm. So she's heading back towards another conjunction with South Pluto, and Mars is coming along for the ride.
0: Yes, those two hang out a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> and we'll be speaking to that on uh, Saturday for January. And we also
1: have Mercury.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is, oh, right on the south node.
1: Yeah, it's really with their seventh house. It's, it's conjunct the south node, which was, you know, earlier on in other charts leading up to all this was, you know, we had Saturn kind of hanging out over there for quite a
0: while. Yes, yeah.
1: So, you know, this is quite
0: interesting
1: in terms of, I mean, you know, their dollar controls a lot of the economies of what's going on around the yeah, world. Yeah, it yeah, 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 is
0: the, what do they call there's a name for that when it's, everything is pegged to the U.S. dollar, but that could change. I want call it the petrodollar. <coughs> yeah.
1: But the other thing is, if you look at where their natal Saturn is, which rules all that Capricorn stuff. Yes, He's up in the tenth house in Libra, uh-huh. Venus' sign. And you've got the moon exactly on Davu.
0: That's right, the people <laughs>
1: this day, you know. Uh-huh. So there's there's a lot going on here with that, you know, and and at the same time if you look down in this in this um third house where Neptune is transiting, it's opposite where it was when Oh, it's moon. at the
0: that's right too.
1: It's oh, the that. same degree, opposite where <clears> it <throat> was when this country was born and unfortunately both those square off against their natal
0: Mars here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so let's back up a little bit and maybe just say yeah. a bit about what yeah. moon, if that's the people and it's on Saturn How in the 10th house, what's that saying?
1: People are very concerned about what's going, what the whole balance of what's going on monetarily, right. financially, you yeah. know, what is going to happen after that, and, you know, that rules the 10th house in the nation, as well as the 11th house, and, uh, you know, the uh, government bodies that are controlling things. So it's, it's yeah, it's, there's, I think, a lot of concern amongst the people about, hmm. <laughs>
0: Well, and 10th house is also how they are seen out there in the world. And so the people are concerned about how they are seen in the world.
1: Yeah, yeah. But prime, but again, Venus ruling that mid-heaven and it being in the second house, conjunct Mars and Pluto, it's it's taking us back to the money. money And that natal Saturn opposes their natal Mercury to have that built in.
0: Yes, they do. So they have a very strong eighth house, second house
1: thing going on. Not only those two planets, but the nodal axis. Yeah. yeah. So that highlights that our money, yes. the money we yeah. borrow, the debt we're carrying, all of those things. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who controls? Who controls all this? <laughs> and the moon rules that eighth
0: house. Yeah. One of the things that I've heard in other podcasts about, because, of course, American astrologers are yakking a lot about this. And, and they will. And they will, yeah, naturally. Um, and one of them said, you know, the hidden nature of, so one of the principles that these folks were saying is that America was founded in order to do away with the class system. Absolutely. Uh, but what they did is they, yeah, they put in, a class system yeah and, oh, yeah. and so now yeah. that that's come into question again it's like right. wait a minute what did we we just reinvented the wheel and it's the same wheel exactly
1: you've got the sun approaching square to uranus mm-hmm. in that third house she's just he's just passed over the moon there which has been activated over and over again in the yeah, last yeah. little while yeah. i mean we have to remember we had that eclipse conjunct the
0: the new moon eclipse conjunct that uh,
1: twelve
0: degree rising. Yes, yes exactly. And Mars, uh, Mars is coming up literally tomorrow, tomorrow or the next day. It's either the thirty first or the first. Uh, Mars will be conjunct that twelfth house. Well, and these are also, you know,
1: both Mars and Venus in this chart are opposing kind of the ground between Sun and Mercury. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. So bringing both and and the moon is squaring the sun. Yes, it so is. So there's, there's just, it's kind of like, yeah, we know there's a lot going on, but oh there's a lot going on, you know? And uh, so it's it's not surprising that mm-hmm. we've seen it. The other thing, I looked ahead to see, like, whether they do the exact square again after 2022 and they don't. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, so this year is their year of this exact uh, conjunction. Sorry,
0: yes, this year, and it happens all in one year, which is kind of unusual, actually. Yes, sometimes your your Pluto transits will usually span two years. Oh, yeah, they they
1: they, and sometimes even more than that. I mean, Uh
0: -uh. going
1: back through the cycle of
0: Pluto, oh, yeah, when it's in Taurus, it would be forever
1: in the (coughs) 18th. 1849 day, actually 1848 to 1850. It was Pluto square Pluto, right? Several times, like that many times. Six, yes, six times. Yeah. So yes, it can do that, and often does. And the same with during the war, thirty years, um, 1935, thirty six, okay, thirty eight. So you know, they can Pluto can hang out for a long time in exact. You know, aspect. So, yeah, I think it's interesting
0: that it is all. In one year. So it's going to concentrate. One. It's going to concentrate what it's trying to do then. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so
1: we also have, um, the next one in the series. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and again, you know, we're looking. Oh, at how
0: things. Yes. How yes. things
1: are lining up. You've got, of course, the exact conjunction here. Uh The heaven is approaching the south node. They've got this sun pretty close to that mercury already, so it's Uh approaching the opposition. And this was July 12th, so it's not that long after their birthday.
0: Exactly. And their birthday, uh, just to let folks know, it's been noted that on January the 6th of last year, Mars moved from 29 degrees of Aries to zero degrees of Taurus on the 6th. And on their birthday this coming year, 2022, Mars will be doing exactly the same thing, going from 29 degrees of Aries to zero degrees of Taurus on July 4th. And in this chart, it's very nearly squaring that nodal axis. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's moved on.
1: Saturn, which is retrograde, has just been passing over their moon. Right. And that's oh,
0: called Sati cool. Sati in Indian astrology and is considered very difficult.
1: Yeah, so he's very close. But again, it's like an echo of the last one. Where we exactly,
0: where the moon, moon was on Saturn. Saturn. Yes, yeah. yeah. good point. So I think, again, <laughs> it's like, hmm,
1: it's so elegant, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like quite elegant how this happens. Yeah. Yeah. So I I just think it's and we've got the moon in Sag in this yes. house. So yeah. and and because Pluto moves so slowly, like pegging exactly when it started, yes. you know, because it'll be it'll be on that exact degree for. Yes. I don't know whether it's a couple of days or what, but certainly a full day. So mm-hmm. it, you don't get an exact time, but no. it. The aspects are so, wow, not only do we have the Sun approaching Mercury very close, we've got Mercury on the Sun.
0: Yes. Squaring Saturn. Yep.
1: And we've got Venus at the degree that uh, Neptune is, squaring that. Right. Yeah. You know, the the same kind of things are popping up. Yes. Neptune itself has moved past, but it's retrograding back to twenty. So we have so much, kind of from the first hit.
0: Yes, yeah, so that then <laughs> so players kind sort
1: of pop up again and say, "Oh, hello, we're <laughs> <laughs> still doing, we're still playing," and um, and it's it's quite quite amazing how how that goes. We've got Jupiter here in the in the fourth house, mm-hmm. which is kind of the roots of the country, right? Yes.
0: Yeah, that pioneering Aries attitude. Yeah, and and it's not in
1: Pisces anymore, it's in Aries.
0: That's right, yeah.
1: It's squaring, it's pretty much exactly squaring, Aries, which is oh, that. Oh,
0: right, yeah, the which really slow guy from the Oort cloud.
1: Yeah, it's from <laughs> Kuiper Belt. Kuiper he's Belt, there you go. Outside the of, out, she is outside of Pluto. She's, yep. the, she's the warrior princess. That's right. Sister of Mars. Yeah. Who's active in this as well, and she is um, she is the one that got left out of the party, and she wants everybody to have a seat at the table. Yes. She is a warrior for that, and she's you know in Capricorn in the natal chart here, and you've got Jupiter in Aries, uh-huh. which is an icy sign. And wants the truth. <laughs>
0: yep. And it's willing to act on it.
1: Yeah, uh, Jupiter
0: going into Aries, we're going to see. It wants
1: justice, as mm-hmm. it
0: does. Mm-hmm.
1: So it's activating
0: that with a square and saying, well, okay. And
1: it's also, of course,
0: squaring this lot up here. In Cancer. Yeah, the Cancer Sun, Jupiter, and Venus. Yeah, yeah so it's bringing
1: a lot of that to, <laughs> you know, to a crunch, I think. Because, of yeah, course, we've yeah. still got... Uh, the mo- transiting Ares is uh-huh. still squaring <laughs> our yes, food here, so yes. <laughs> It's still very active in that saying, we gotta change this. We yeah. gotta have more fairness, equality. We got, you know, you know, again, it's like Jupiter's in the Aries saying, remember the constitution? Remember <laughs> what, what, well, you know, where it said we were all created equal and, you know, it's yeah. that kind of energy that's, you know, coming up with that, so I think it's quite fascinating to uh-huh. look at that, and then we've got the third one, because you got to do the whole series, right? Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that. Uh, unless I'm going too fast. Where no, no. No, you're doing good. Where am I going here? Uh, you... Oh, are. there. Yeah. There. Yeah. Sorry. Brain just farted. <laughs>
0: No, it didn't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Here
0: we are. So this is the
1: final. Right. Exact.
0: Oh, look at that. Venus is back there. Exact. Oh, and look exact. at, yeah, What's and Saturn there? is, well, it looks only like Saturn did. didn't move at all.
1: Exactly. He's coming
0: back direct towards the moon. Yeah. Neptune We've, is back to being opposite itself. Actually opposite its position, we have oh, oh Mars and Mars. Uranus. Oh, ouch, ouch. We have Mars conjunct Uranus.
1: Mhm.
0: Uh-huh. And we, yeah,
1: so we have, you know, again, Neptune activating nep- that nep- needle Neptune Mars square. Yeah. Um we have the ascendant well, in this chart, of course at any time during the day. But I think yeah. I had this one for very I think I played with the time and this was pretty early mm-hmm. when it became exact. So yeah, it is squaring that that yeah. but you you've still got Venus, Mercury and and Mercury is exactly opposite natal Mercury. Oh yes. Within three minutes. hmm Wow. And the sun. Mm-hmm. Is He's eris, natal Aries. So again, it's that, it's that whole thing coming up of that fairness of, you know. Yeah,
0: how do we structure our resources? Everybody's ever? created
1: equal, how are we do that? And, you know, yeah. it's not okay to leave that out of things, right? And we have the nodal axis kind of squaring the nodal axis.
0: Oh, yes, they do. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so this is, it's quite interesting. Chiron is, is in, is squaring that Venus, Jupiter, Sun in it. Mm-hmm. And yep.
0: so, and so
1: yep. a lot of activation going on here of, you know, sort of looking at the foundations there because Jupiter has
0: backed out of Oh right, it's gonna go back into Pisces. Zero. And zero
1: Aries is an important it oh, is the yeah, world it's, axis point. Yes. Yep. Zero degrees of the cardinal signs. Yep. So that Jupiter is exact is on that that axis, that point, yep. zero Aries, which is only you know, less than a gr- degree away from their their I C. Mm-hmm. Activating that whole MCIC axis. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that this is quite phenomenal, I think. And mm-hmm. you now you've got the moon in Pisces approaching Neptune. <laughs> so it's, um, Yeah, I think we're going to hear a lot about the U.S. this year because of
0: their, how they're structuring, how their money works.
1: Well, uh, how they
0: distribute wealth or no, or not. And because
1: of their the position they've held in the world
0: for far too long, um,
1: they, um, the money, the money situation affects everybody. Yeah. Not just the U.S., but again, that, That world axis, that Jupiter in Aries fighting for justice and equality and, you know, Mm -hmm. all of those things that Jupiter stands for, the truth, and all of those things that it's um, really coming out there saying, yeah, we need a, a more just way of...
0: Yeah, equitable distribution. Of doing what we food. do here. Resources, wealth, yeah. however you want to put it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
1: exactly. And, no. and Mars is actually trining their
0: nodal axis, trining their south node. Right. Yep. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Well, and what, what some of the astrologers out there are saying is that, um, that this whole Pluto return is the preamble to when Uranus hits Gemini because in the past uh, when Uranus hit Gemini that is when um, the um, the Civil War happened in the States and then again its next time through Gemini was when the Americans got into the Second World War.
1: Yeah, Pluto was actually hovering around aspects to natal Pluto, the exact aspects to natal Pluto then.
0: As well. Okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, so again, yeah, 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 this is that, that, that degree, because it's so near the end of the sign, you know. Uh-huh. And, and this is the first return, but Pluto in its essence is about death and regeneration.
0: Yes, exactly. And so, so it, the U.S. It, will not be the same after this year.
1: No, no, it, it cannot be. And, and structures, because it's in Capricorn.
0: Yep. Capricorn's
1: very involved in all of this. Or Saturn is. Um, mm-hmm. you know, the structures have to, it's like everything has to crumble in order to get the Phoenix, Phoenix rising from the ashes, because that's yep. the most love Pluto. And the structures are, I think we can all say the structures are not working. Yes. <laughs> no. At least for the people, and the people are very aware of that.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Because you've still got Saturn down here, you know, hovering around their moon.
0: Yes. Yeah. And it's
1: shining Mars, too, so bringing in that <laughs> feisty, feisty spirit.
0: Oh, oh, yes.
1: Of Jupiter and Aries yeah. and and Mars. Yes,
0: made. well, and that would also be rhetoric with that Mars and Gemini. You know, well,
1: I think it's a country born of revolution. So you've got Mars conjunct
0: revolutionary
1: yep. Uranus there, right? It's. Yeah. Yeah. So the people I think are very much waking up. And a lot of things are going to change in the next year. It's probably going to be pretty
0: uncomfortable here with all of that. <laughs> uh, but we are going to take advantage of that really brief moment in April when there's all those benefics in Pisces. There'll be this little island in the chaos. <laughs> That's what I'm telling people anyway. <laughs> and, I, and I vote for it as well.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see. But yeah, I mean, uh, it is fun. It's such fundamental change. Uh-huh. Yes. You know, I think with Jupiter on that world axis, congenital, your I see in yeah. Aries which is not a relaxed laid back kind of planet or no planet. <clears throat> you know it's and just, it's and it's fact, funny. it says we need action on this we need things yeah. to
0: happen and Jupiter has been um, held back i mean yes it's in Pisces now it loves to be there but it's not in its active form when it's in Pisces no so it's, been, it's been not. 3 years And two of those where it's been held down by the thumb of Saturn. And so by the time it now gets to Aries, yeah, it's ready for some action.
1: And it's heading back for another square with their needle Aries, too. So, you know, that's going to, you know, there's there's a feistiness here that says, "Mm, okay, it's going to happen, you know, which is ultimately a good thing. But, yeah, when it's Jupiter and Pisces – you know, it, ideally it brings back the the essence of our spiritual connection and our compassion. Our and compassion. Our unity.
0: Of, the idea of unity.
1: Yes, all <laughs> of that. Because that's that truly is what we what is needed.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And um yeah, hopefully that's what we're heading towards. Yeah. And of course Jupiter's going to be squaring that Venus. In in their seventh, and then Jupiter itself, and then mm-hmm. so yeah, it's going to be a lot of activation here, and and this is well the they'll life.
0: be coming up to their midterms, right?
1: Oh yeah. yeah, and this is the last exact conjunction. So
0: the yeah. fact that
1: Venus is back, yes, that's and, interesting. You know, yeah. I mean, last time she was with Mars, and now she's with Mercury. Yeah. Mars is busy doing other things. But <laughs> not, not
0: quiet. Yeah. So I think, you
1: know
0: Well, on the monetary front <clears throat> with Mars up there with Uranus, you know, it could be that uh, you know, the shift in um you know, the US losing its being the monetary standard and, you know, things like Bitcoin and all of that kind of stuff, because that would be Mars and Gemini conjunct Uranus, you know, there could be a whole shift in to this whole digital world.
1: Yeah, and Uran- Uranus is the ruler of the the, the moon sign in the chart. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they were founded on that Yeah, you know, <clears throat> belief in, in freedom, equality, and all of that. And, mm-hmm. and Uranus kind of is going, hmm. What happened to that? <laughs> not feeling
0: very, very free and fair and all of No, those. they they created a shadow um, structure of wealth and privilege. And oh, yeah, and it's not
1: just the U.S. because no. that
0: global network of of
1: people who have been getting richer and richer and richer for a very long time, while yeah. no, while the rest of us like, well, we don't have anything for you. Yeah. So. Yeah you know people are waking up to that and say yep oh my god money go <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah i'm i don't know what our time is doing but
0: i think actually that um, we've probably run out of time i suspect um, i'm down to like 3 minutes because I did pause it, and then I forgot to start it again. So (laughs) there's going to be a lot of editing in this show. So, uh, yeah, I think we'll call this a wrap. um, But don't go anywhere. We'll talk after I've done my last little piece here. Of course Okay. So, folks, just a reminder, you have been listening to CJMP 90.1 FM, Powell Rivers Community Radio Station, and you will hear from us next week. Bye, folks. Bye.